Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palpable. Welcome Welcome to Urban Urban Proper. All right, we are back again for another episode. So tree up in here. Up in here. Up in here. Yes. Okay. So, what is on the table for today? And then there was sex. Ooh, say it again. And then there was sex. Ooh, say it again. And then there was sex. Ooh. I hope y'all got that Lion King reference. <laughs> I hope so. If not, y'all need to go back to the 90s and reevaluate your life. If not, don't wait. Um, June, whatever the date is, Beyonce will be making her grand appearance as an <laughs> Simba. Beyonce? Beyonce? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Have you seen the trailer? I have this magical. Uh, have you, have you seen the one ready. with Beyonce, though? Okay. Like with her actually she speaking. Like Simba. Simba. She sounds like typical Beyonce. <laughs> Come home. <laughs> I was shook. Take your rightful place. As king. <laughs> I wonder if that's how she talked to her kids at night. <laughs> she probably a whole different Beyonce though. Like legitimately. She probably is a whole We don't even know her mother. We don't know her at all. Okay, anyway, after that <laughs> moment of whatever. Um, yeah, we're talking about sex today. Y'all. Sex. Y'all heard how the last episode ended. Hit it from the back. <laughs> what was it? Rough, uh, making rough. Passionately rough, sexy, a man's booty hug. <laughs> that shit fucked me up. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So, we're going to continue that conversation today mm-hmm. and talk about sex. Sex? Sex. What is sex? What is sex, sheesh? Well, sex means different things for different people, of course. That it does. Yes, you know, sex in a traditional sense is vaginal intercourse. Mm-hmm. But to a lot of people, you know, oral sex is sex. We love a good oral moment. <laughs> anal mm. sex is sex. We love a good anal moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, above all, sex is healthy. Sex is a natural thing to do. It's a natural thing to experience. It's a natural thing to desire. It is a part of our human nature. Um, people find that sex is meaningful in different ways. Some people don't give a damn about sex. Mm-hmm. Some people really give a damn about sex. Some people are addicted to sex, mm-hmm. you know. But whether you're straight, lesbian, gay, bisexual, or any part of the queer spectrum, or questioning, you have the right to decide what sex means to you. Yes. Not only are you defining yourself and your sexuality, you're defining your definition of sex. Yes. Can I get some ASMR snaps? Thank you, bitch. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, sex is pretty much anything that you feel like is sexual. So, like, if I walked up to you right now and rubbed your boob, <laughs> no, but like, 
<laughs> genuinely like touching to some people is like sex touching to some people is sex yeah to me not necessarily it depends i am of the mindset that touching is a very sexual thing depending on the type of touch it can be very sexual because but to consider it sex maybe like pre-sex pre-sex like you know like <laughs> for some reason the word is escaping me um foreplay that's what i was talking about <laughs> pre-sex sex before the sex we're just gonna call it pre-sex for the rest of this episode foreplay is now called pre-sex no, no. um but like I'm, I'm mostly talking about like the type of touch yeah. like if you were to go up to the person you are ready to have intercourse with mm-hmm. and you rub their chest a certain way mm. or or you you know they sit down and you caress their leg a certain way so to some people <laughs> <laughs> y'all she just looked me dead in my eyes when she did that <laughs> if y'all haven't noticed yet i am a play like just a fool i'm a fool a fool okay. and Family. that's why this works because i'm a fool too. exactly um <laughs> But yeah, like I, I feel like anything leading up to sex before the actual intercourse pre-sex. happens, it's sex. Okay. It's pre-sex. It's like it gets you ready. It gets mm-hmm. the it builds the anticipation. It gets the juices. It makes the juices flow. The nipples are hard. The penises Everything are else hard. Is Everything hard. is hard. Engorged. <laughs> the phallus is the ready. The phallus is ready. <laughs> the buttholes are ready. Throats have been lubricated. Like oh, we Jesus. are ready. Um, As, so, if you haven't noticed by now, put the kids up. Put the kids Probably away. Put your headphones on, please. <laughs> uh, ain't no trigger warnings for this episode, but we are just, just diving in. <laughs> this is explicit. This is not child friendly content. No. Okay. Not not. So like so define what sex means to you. So sex to me is. Any interaction, intercourse, um, physical, a, tr- a physical moment when any type of arousal is happening. Okay. So to me, I'm not always having sex, like f- actual, like what people think is sex, like penetrative sex. Okay. But if I'm just laying in the bed with my man and we want to jack each other off, that's sex. Hey. <laughs> like it's you know it's a moment where we are both. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was not expecting that. It's like mutual masturbation is sex, mm-hmm. like oral, like giving a blowjob or eating vagina, <laughs> uh, cunnilingus as they call it. Cunnilingus. <laughs> Fellatio um, is sex, like yes. all like all of those things that get you to the point of wanting to actually penetrate, okay. and then penetration is sex. You know what? I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with everything you said. Pre-sex. You know, <laughs> you lubricating those engines. Yes. You know, getting the phallus ready. I can't be ready to have penetrative sex if we don't have the pre-sex first. Like if so that, you've never had a quickie? I mean, I have, but I have enjoyed it way less. I, I don't ever get that rush from sex unless there's pre-sex <laughs> see i just depend it depends on who it is like sometimes you get that little a little quickie in and it's all you needed to clear this your is mind true this is true you know just to release you know whatever fluids are backed up <laughs> and uh you know you know 
real quickly and get on with your business. Right. But I feel you. The the essential essentialness of warming up your engines. I'm sorry. I keep going back to it. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to go outside on a 20 degree day and turn that car on. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> on that engine, you know. <sighs> Dust that ice off. You, you know, know, scrape that bitch a little bit, you know. But also, like, I, we both know that I didn't have sex for a really long time. Yeah. Um, And that's because it's hard for me to be sexual with another person mm-hmm. when I'm not wanting that pre-sex, that, that interaction. Sex for me is a whole thing. Like, it... It is, and it used to be for me, but I kind of went through this sexual awakening. Awakening, awakening that Darius is really proud of in the oh, last couple of years. I just have been living. Yes, so it's like you know, my idea of sex was a certain way. My idea of relationships were a certain way, and then it shifted, and I started experiencing new things. Mm-hmm. And you know, tea, honey, tea. You know, oh boy. Oh. And see, like, I could go around and give a blowjob all day, all week. Do not give a fuck. Like, ain't, that ain't no thing for me. I know my face is just like, I'm trying, <laughs> trying not to laugh. I'm just goofy. Like I, like, I will put my face in your genitals. I do not care. But for me to want to be passionately involved with you in actual, like, lovemaking, rough sex, whatever, if you want to just yeah. be dicked down like that, is a whole other experience for me, and I can't throw myself into that you know yeah yeah but i'll put my face in your genitals okay all day long all day long <laughs> all the way down to the base bitch i don't give a fuck you ain't swagging if you, you ain't, ain't bitch <laughs> <laughs> i said that seven years ago and it has not it gone stuck. away it's stuck. if you ain't gagging you, you ain't, ain't swagging swag at all that's the real tea y'all okay <laughs> so she what is sex to you I agree with everything you said, um, except for we kind of are different with how we get our engines running. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of, I was such, like I was talked about, I think in episode one, was on this path of, you know, being a, a quote unquote good girl. <laughs> yep, I'm really going to laugh that time. You know, too. Be, growing up in the church and, you know, being a granddaughter of a pastor, you know, you're t- taught to be a wholesome woman. So I was like, you know, I'm be a wholesome woman. But, you know, I started to realize I like some things, you know. Kind of like, you know, a little smack, smack, little choke, choke. And, you know, <laughs> little, little. <laughs> you know, a little mira, mira, papi, and all that. Oh, <laughs> uh, stop. <laughs> Little Papa G. <laughs> we not gonna be able to get this. <laughs> we not gonna make it through. Okay, I promise I'm gonna behave. Okay. Hmm. Get together. Who's Okay. Now where was I? You were talking about. Oh, little smack, smack, little mm-hmm. choke, choke. Right, right, right. Meet a poppy. Right, right. And you know, I started, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. un- discovering my, my freaky side and, and what I actually like and listening to and not even just listening to, listening to and acting on my desires. Mm-hmm opened up a lot of doors sexually for me mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> we live it we love it yeah and it's just like now it's like you know on some hot girl shit um <laughs> hot girl season now nah, I, I ain't just out here giving this to nobody you know just anybody just you know to clear that up but on yeah. some hot girl shit it, it's you know Mm-hmm. I get the engine going a little bit, you know. Yeah, Different. I feel that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was coming into my sexual awakening around last year, mm-hmm. and I feel like I still have blossomed into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I have been afraid of anything with sex, because 
Bitch, I don't give a fuck. But I right, feel like we have to define sexual awakening. Mm, yes, let's yes. get some clarity to the moment. Clarity. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, go ahead. I'll let you explain. Uh, so sexual awakening is I don't really know how to explain it. Like it's feel it's when you finally not necessarily wake up, mm-hmm. but for lack of a better term, wake up to your own personal desires and feelings, and then act upon them. It's like you're coming into your. It's like coming of age, but yeah. with sex. It is not necessary. Sexual awakening is not losing your virginity. Let's clear. Let's clear that. Let's clear that, out. that out. That is not what. Se- we're going to talk right. about virginity in this episode, yes. but sexual awakening is after you have lost your virginity. Yes. Sexual awakening. Yes, yeah, so it's like you know you you realize what you want and you're able to express what you want. And you're able to act on what you want. It is sexual confidence. There you go. It is the confidence to be like, yes. I want you to do this, this, and this thing to me, and I want to do this, this, and this thing to you. And yes. if you don't like that. Bam. I'll find somebody to do. Mm. We mm. love that. We love sexual confidence here on the Urban Property we Podcast. Love sexual awakenings. Yes. Yes. Whew, this episode is real hot, y'all. I should have brought my fan. Oh, it's still too spicy. Oh, my God. I, feel, I feel like a white person that ate ketchup. <laughs> So just to kind of talk about virginity, since that's what we were talking about, how sexual awakening is not losing your virginity. Yes. Uh, let's talk about the social construct of virginity. Virginity is a social construct, in yes. my opinion. Mm-hmm. It is spoken of as something that is tangible, a tangible thing that is given or taken freely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In doing so, we can modify the sexual body and allow it to determine our worth, whether we've lost our sexual purity or it was taken by someone else. Mm-hmm. It's objectifying. Oh my God. I never even thought about that until now. Yeah, and I feel like with women, it's a gift. Yeah. It's a gift. We're not pure if we don't have it. It's something that we're supposed to carry on to marriage. Mm-hmm. Body counts. Supposed oh, to have God. a low body count. But with men, you know, at 13, your daddy like, hey, me against Dixon. Right. Or you, you ain't trying to get them drawn. You ain't trying to hit nothing. Yeah. I was just literally talking about that to my Uber driver today. I was like, you know, as men, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's really a thing for young black men that if you ain't hit nothing by the time you're in your 20s, what are you doing? Are you gay? Mm-hmm. And then that's when you step to your daddy and be like, oh, I've been knocking some doors down. Back doors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like that's that whole idea of as a man, you should be conquering. Mm-hmm. You should conquering be, and sewing. Yes, you should be taking these things. You should be... And, and like, ew, that's disgusting. It's, it, it is such a mm-hmm. toxic idea. And can, we, can we open up the black box real quick? Mm-hmm. And we gonna throw in, I hope y'all like that nice little sound effect of the gospel choir singing from the black box. Oh. Um, uh, we are gonna just peek in and take out... Um, the idea of black men having to be conquerors mm-hmm. in the bedroom. We're going to take that out of the black box. Yeah. Because while it is great that you have sexual prowess mm-hmm. and you should be using that for good, mm-hmm. the idea of it 
if that's having to be standard. Yeah, having to be standard and the idea of it in general is just like real toxic. Like Yeah, and it's a double standard. Mm-hmm. And I mean sometimes double standards work in the favor of women. Mm-hmm. But it, in in most cases it works against women. Yes, it does. Absolutely one hundred percent. Um, so go on Facebook and tell me how, what you think about virginity. You think it's something that is a tangible, tangible thing and it should be considered a gift or you think it's just a social construct that mm-hmm. we should throw out. Mm-hmm. So let us know. And while we're on the topic of sex and double standards, mm. when it comes to sexual education, okay, let's talk about this. Yes. Now, I've always gone to either predominantly white schools or very diverse schools. So when coming up, um, when growing up, I was I had sex ed classes. I had it. I think it was in the fifth grade. Okay. Fifth grade. Fifth, fifth grade. grade. Yeah, fifth or fourth grade. They taught us about our periods. That's. Yeah. I have gone to predominantly not white schools and white what schools. we like to call poor black schools. Mm-hmm. Um. I the only sex ed I remember in fifth grade was ABC and that was abstinence by choice. And that was not teach it didn't teach us anything about um sex mm. at all. It didn't tell us about condoms, it didn't tell us about it just was like, don't have sex. And here's why you shouldn't have sex. And lo and because behold, you did fall off. You did go fall off. Okay. You will get syphilis and die. Like that's what and so and I think that shies people away from actually experiencing their sexual awakening a lot of people don't experience their sexual awakening until later because things like that because of classes like ABC that teach you not to have sex yeah and I think having sex when you're ready when you're mature is a great thing mm-hmm. whenever you want to have sex whether you're I'm not promoting teenage sex but if you feel like you found the one at 15 and you want to have sex you talk to your parents about it. You do the the right thing with preparing yourself. Mm-hmm. By all means, do it. If you want to wait till you're 25, mm-hmm. do it. If you want to wait till you're married, do it. Yep. It's your body. I often, and I want to have say a little something about the your body thing. Okay. Um, I always tell my friends who are older, mm-hmm. who are around my age, that are still virgins, mm-hmm. how I'm like, I wish that I had waited a little bit longer to lose my virginity, because mm-hmm. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I mean, I started watching porn at a very young age, but porn don't really teach you shit. Like, it gives you, it gives you, as a young, as a kid, it doesn't, because yeah. you're like, okay, okay well... I've never seen a vagina in person before. True. So where do I actually stick it in? Like you know, because um, you got a lot of people trying to stick their penis in your urethra, and it doesn't work. Like and that. it's like, no, honey, that's not where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you feel if I stuck something in your urethra? <laughs> a lot of people like that, but we're gonna oh right, that's yeah, still, a lot of people that's like that. Time. We shall not kink shame. We will not kink shame. No. Um, however. To go back to the topic that you were saying, it's your body. Mm-hmm. Yes, and consent is one hundred percent necessary every time you are going to have any kind of sexual contact with any person ever. And listen, ever. even if you're in the middle of the act of sex, you can always withdraw your consent. Yes, absolutely. And the person that's on the receiving end of their consent being withdrawn. You must respect that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you're the big R word. Yeah. And that's rapist. You're a fucking rapist. Yes. 
And we, we, don't, like we don't support that here. We don't support Republic. that here. We don't support that here. No. No. We're all yes. about consent. You can withdraw your consent. You can be boss deep in her and she gonna say stop. Why no. was I about to say the exact same thing? Yes. Like literally I was about to say you could be boss deep in her and mm-hmm. she could say no. Yeah. Like, she could change her mind. You or can be she a, can be straddling you and taking it all in and you say no and she has to get off mm-hmm. too. It could be your first time with somebody that you yeah. really like and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm too nervous to do this. Exactly. You, it is your body, it is your choice. You are allowed to make the decision with what you do with your body and who you do it with. Hey, it's some more snaps for dogs. Yes, but back to we had an ADD moment. So we're gonna bring it Sorry, back. We're gonna take it back. Um, so sexual ed classes, mm-hmm. we they teach the girls about themselves to teach the guys about themselves. But I think it's very important as parents and as educators to sit down and really have a conversation with men um, about menstrual cycles mm-hmm. because I can't tell you how much dumb shit I've heard. As an adult, being on my period. Can I just say some things that you probably have heard? Go ahead. Um, That women can control their menstrual cycles. Mm -hmm. That you only have a menstrual cycle when you're not eating properly. And, like, that... Fuck, I've heard some dumb shit that, like... How do you not die? How do you not pass out for bleeding seven days? Oh, yeah, I have heard that one. I took it upon myself to look up menstruation mm-hmm. and what a menstrual cycle was because I lived in a house with two women. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, no, no I didn't need pants. What's, what's happening? Yeah. Um, and I don't know all of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a woman, so I don't really understand most of it. But I took it upon myself to be like, okay, well, these are the basics. Yeah. I'll learn from a woman someday because I've had all female friends my entire life yeah. about it. And... Um, I wish that more men would take the initiative to be like, okay, let me understand why mm-hmm. my girlfriend or my friend or whoever yes. just flipped out on me because yeah. she's on her period. And not- well, let me stop you there. You can't always blame a woman flipping out on her period. You can't. Maybe you're just a dumbass and you're doing some dumb shit. Maybe you just fucking up. Yes. <laughs> but we do experience hormonal changes. We do become more sensitive um, during that time with... Um, with ovulation and PMS, we do experience a lot. Our body goes through a lot. Women go through a lot. Women go through a lot. Yes. Yes. A lot. So your body basically punishes you for not being pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then you go through hell if you are pregnant. Your body's like, oh, no baby this month? Yes. Bleed. Bleed, bitch. Bleed, bitch. Bleed. I, I, I. Oh. I, yes, I fixed up your uterus for you. I was I, ready for a baby. I made a house? For your baby and you gave me nothing. I made a house for your baby. I brought the eggs. <laughs> How dare you? You know what? Everything has to go. Take it all away. Take it all away. Because for those men who don't know, it's not just blood that comes out when a woman is on her period. Yes. It's. Isn't it like the eggs and like the uterine lining the comes uterine out lining. as well? And like yes. all kinds of stuff is coming out of there. Yeah. And it's like, girl, it's not, we're not just bleeding down no, there. No, it's a lot going on. My uterus literally, literally, literally decorated itself for a baby. And yeah. now it has to get rid of all it's these decorations. Down all the wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really fucked up way to describe that. But like, hopefully I mean, men understand it now. I mean, you gotta break it down really. You gotta break it down real, the, real low. Like terms, yes. Um, but also, fuck, I was about to say something and I totally threw myself off talking about becoming a uterine interior decorator. <laughs> Damn, what was I a about to say? Uterine interior decorator. 
But teach your kids before they go to school and they have this, when they're coming of age and they're at the age, the normal age, sit down and talk to your kids about it. Yeah. Because with boys, it's a little different. Puberty... It's not really a significant thing except for wet dreams. It, I mean, right? like, yeah, wet dreams happen, but that's just like a thing. Like, it, yeah, you don't, it, it ain't like a regular monthly thing. It's no, just, it's, you know, yeah. one night you have a real naughty dream and then you wake up wet and it's like, oh, what is this? Yeah. I mean, have, you have a conversation with your kids about sex because that's a little. That's one, especially if they go to a school that doesn't teach it in a lot of schools. Which is, yeah, a yeah. lot of schools these days are not teaching sex ed. Yeah, at they're all. not teaching sex ed, especially with all these laws being passed about, you know, we'll get to that later in the episode. Yes. But um, it's very important for you to sit down and you have that discussion with your kids. No matter how embarrassing it's going to be to use them, but it's see, a part of life. It shouldn't be embarrassing. And I think that's the issue that we're having with not having sex ed classes with Mm -hmm. not talking to our children about sex is that sex has become so taboo Mm -hmm. that oh we gotta keep our kids you know we have to we can't tell them about that until they're old enough and it's like well yeah wait until they're old enough to understand wait until these things are kind of happening for them but also don't be so scared to be like okay so sex is a thing that happens Mm -hmm. you're gonna meet somebody someday Mm -hmm. your dick is gonna get hard your pussy's gonna get wet don't say it to them like that but no it's you know it's a thing and just explain to them how it happens like mm-hmm. we need to we need to erase the taboo on sex yes we really really do it's uh, it's how they got here it's how you got here mm-hmm. it's how the grandkids that you want are gonna get here yep sex yep yes. so it's just it's a conversation that needs to be had and I can't even tell you having sex with people right as opposed days? to what? <laughs> Sorry, I just had to be an asshole. You just really did. <laughs> Having sex with men and going through the things that I have gone through in my 20s. Because I, I lost my virginity later in life. Uh, um, people really didn't believe that I lost my virginity when I was, you know, 20. We're like, oh my god, you know, I, I, I don't know, just the way I talk, maybe. I didn't, but eventually it made sense. Like the more I got to know you, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because I've always had a. What do you describe? You've always been wholesome. Wholesome. Yeah, but I had a mouth on me. Yeah, but I mean, in the way you carried yourself. True. You've always, and you still do. Like yeah. even though you're a sexual deviant now. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly, I was always a sexual deviant. <laughs> <laughs> you you always carried yourself with the manner of a woman. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm batting my eyes, guys. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, but men not knowing about the woman's anatomy either is... I mean, each vagina is different. Mm-hmm. Trust me, guys. Mm-hmm. Vaginas is like... A box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna yeah. get. And same goes with dicks too. Yes. Everybody's dick is different. You got some that curve. You got some that look like mushroom heads, like my fader heads. You got ant eaters out here in these streets. I'm never into ant eater. Thank God. I haven't, but I'm interested in it. Veiny ones. Mm-hmm. Pink ones. Brown chocolate ones. My favorite. <laughs> 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 Uh, but no, it's just a lot of things that you just you just have to that education has to be there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's, it's hygiene as well, both ends. Yeah, I just want to say to men, wash don't be us. Wash your. Ooh, that's not what I was going <laughs> to say, but yes. Now that's a double-sided thing for yeah. me because sometimes I like it, but wash your balls. Y'all. Wash it. Wash Until them. Until you know what your partner's preference is, and wash it's not your a, balls. And it's not a I want them dirty, disgusting. You ain't showered in a few weeks, but like that end of the day, right before you about to is. Like a day is fine. like a full twenty four hours. Not like I ain't washed my balls in weeks. That's nasty. It's sm- you smell like a teenage boy. Go shower right now. I like my balls fresh, fresh and clean. I mean, that's clean too. So clean, clean. I like the smell of a man sometimes. I don't know what it is. Men, stop being so afraid to go to the store for your significant other or your mom or your sister to pick up feminine hygiene products. Yes. We were I, talking about tampons, pads, pay liners. Anything. Like, my mom is asking Diva me. Diva cups. My mom is like, oh, 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 oh. Diva cups are so weird to me. They're a weird concept to me, too. I don't understand it. it I don't think I necessarily understand it. I would go and get one if whoever needed one. I ain't. Like, my mom has asked me several times. And then she'll, like, renege on it and be like, no, you don't need to be going to buy that. And I'm like, I've done it before. Like, yeah. all you got to do is tell me what you need. It's, I can it's read. It's a normal thing. Like, buying condoms. Why is buying condoms so weird? It's so funny. I felt nervous the first time I ever bought condoms. I just buy condoms. I just throw them up there. And well, now you know. I'm just like, let me get a 10 pack. But, like. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep them up. Let me hold You got to keep them strapped. Okay. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, it's it was it was weird the first time I went about condoms. Mm-hmm. I was also very young. Whore. Um, no, just kidding. We're not whore shaming either. Wow. No We're whore not. shaming. No slut shaming, no king shaming. No, yeah, none of that. No, none of that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I bought condoms before, and I mean, I've got some funny looks. Maybe I'd be like, this little hoe, and I'm like, bitch, I ain't gonna get pregnant. Right. I ain't gonna STDs. Also, I think it's stupid for people to rely on the person that they're gonna have sex with. Like, if it's your partner, somebody mm-hmm. that you've been with forever, and y'all keep condoms, both of you. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. But if you go on over somebody's house that you ain't never met before, because mm-hmm. it oh, happens, you just be adults. Yeah, yeah, like oh, I might they might not have any because they were expecting you to have them, or or st- stop and then stop slut shaming women for having condoms. Yes, yes, please. Like yes, let her carry her condoms. Let yes. her keep her condoms on her because she wants to be safe and protected. Yes, she uh-huh. want no baby. She ain't ready for no baby. She ain't ready for no baby or no STD. Or no STD, but you can't get STDs. With condoms. With condoms. You're true. You're right. You can. Sexual right. education will tell you that. Well, I ain't had none of that, so. The internet is <laughs> I knew that. Jeez and while we're on the subject of talking about condoms, let's talk about this raw culture. Oh, boy. Now, the, for those of you that are playing dumb with your significant other, or you sitting there with your mama, and you trying to like, you don't know shit, you know what raw culture is. No, what raw so culture is. to you what it is. It is when you insert the phallus, <laughs> when you put your penis inside a vagina with no condom. No condom, no protection. Pull out game on zero. Shooting up the club. Shooting up the club. But raw culture, let's talk about this. So I have in my mind, and I know some of you guys are going to disagree with me. Okay. Okay. So like, you know, you're in the heat of the moment. Sometimes you might forget the condom, mm-hmm. but I feel like, 
I'm not gonna say nowadays because it probably was very prevalent. But now, you know, we have access to internet and social media and it's just out there. But I feel like people are raw dogging too many people at once. Way too many. Like Like for me, if you if it might whatever. If you have multiple partners You shouldn't be having raw sex with any of them. I that's my personal opinion. You should yes, you should not. You should not. You're being selfish. Especially if you're not having a conversation. Yeah. You have to have a conversation. You have to be honest with your partner. Communications about not even your sexual needs, about who your sex you're sexing, how many people you're sexing. That's just a conversation that needs to be had. Yes, definitely. Don't let these little nasty people out here get you caught up. Get you caught up. And you catching the, the what do they call the herpesyphilates? There you go. That herpesyphilates. That's some, some shit you can't get rid of. Shit, you ain't herpesyphilates ain't going nowhere. The blue waffle. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, guys, in all seriousness, I feel like this is just out of hand. Out of hand. It really is. Like and this, yes. this, this whole. I've heard several men talk about like I won't have sex unless it's raw, and I'm like, okay, listen, I've had raw sex before. Twenty bitches at the same time. I've had raw sex before. Uh It does feel extremely different than sex with a condom. However, I feel safer putting a condom on. Yes, I know that ain't shit gonna happen. I've had raw sex when I was in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna pretend that I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend that I'm this, you know, sitting on a pedestal like pointing my finger down at you. You're kind of pedestal. Raw dogging um, peasants. But, um, <laughs> I feel like it's something that is special. I, I 100% agree like, with that. Because it, know, there's a there's a level of trust you have to have with another person to have sex with them raw. And, um, I feel I, like people just don't give a fuck. There are definitely some people I heard that are just like, um, whatever. Now, I mean, like, if you have a situation and, you know, you have in, like, a little menage a trois, you know what I'm saying? And y- y'all are cool with the raw stuff, by all means. But I feel like the conversations are not being had. Yes. I think that's what, at the heart of this episode, mm-hmm. always be open, honest, and upfront about what you want sexually. Yes, A S M R Sonnets. Yes. Um, de- c- like consent to anything that you want to consent to or don't want to consent to, mm-hmm. and always just kind of be conscious, sexually conscious of what you're doing. Yes. Uh, have those conversations and. And yeah. while we're on the subject of having conversations, during my sexual awakening, Oof. I have. Ask questions mm. before engaging um, in sex with, um, you know, new people. I have asked the question, when was the last time you've gotten tested? Yes. But I have received so much backlash for asking those questions. That question. Not those questions. That, that question. That specific question. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm not surprised, actually. I said really like I like, was surprised. Like, people I'm get surprised. offended. Like, why are you getting offended about me asking when was the last time you got tested? I want to make sure you are keeping yourself safe and yes. keeping me safe at the same exactly. time. Exactly. So, like, it's not like I'm like, oh, when the last time you got tested and you asked me the same thing and I'm not going to give you the information. 
that's a conversation that I want to have. When was the last time you had, you know, you got tested? Okay, cool. It's in an uh, appropriate time frame. I got tested within this time frame too. You mm-hmm. want to see the results? Here you go. Blase, blase. Right. No, I've Keep had a guy. Be- well, fuck it then. I ain't, I ain't even with it because that's just ridiculous. I how dare you ask me about my business like that, sir? You're so you have some kind of disease, sir. <laughs> like whoever you are, sir. Thank you God have some kind of disease that you got mad about it. But that's the only justifiable, and it's not even justifiable. Mm-hmm. But like that's the only reason I can think of that a person would get so offended. By being asked when they got tested. Yes, like. and it didn't happen just that one time. It's happened a couple of times. That sounds like a little hoe. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's happened a couple of times. Just ask, you know, having a conversation with somebody and, you know, being interested in having a sexual relationship with the person mm-hmm. and asking that question why are you offended? Why are you offended by getting tested? Yeah. Are y'all out here getting tested? I need to get tested. But no, it's very important. Even when I wasn't having sex, I was getting tested. Yeah, because you never know what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's the part of being sexually mature and a part of your sexual awakening, making sure you're getting tested, making sure you're having the conversations. That's just the adult thing to do. If yes. I'm having sex with you and you're not the only person I'm having sex with, me personally, I'm going to let you know yeah. that I have... I'm. I'm over here smashing somebody else. I, and that's the that's the right thing to do. Like yes. that is, if I'm having sex with multiple people, I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm just sucking everybody dick, I'm like, yeah, well, I did suck a dick last week, just so you know. Just sucking a dick for breakfast, just so you know. I, you might I mean, <laughs> this lunch, and I got another one lined up for dinner. So just to let you know, I mean, if you with it, with I always like a double feature. but yes please 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 black people go out there and get tested yes yes um and then while we're on the subject we're just everything is just like flowing into each other this episode is one loving this episode we're just Mm -hmm. like you know whatever it's like butter it's like a what butter oh okay (laughs) the first time i ever masturbated was with butter do need to eventually because they need to see my facial expression <laughs> because y'all like you know like in the uh, Ice Cube movies when like Friday in particular when something crazy happened and Craig look off to the left at the camera that's the thing that I do yep a lot a lot so Darius just said he just masturbated with butter and I look to the left at the camera that's not here that's not there no but yeah I'm um, what with butter Darius yeah. yeah I have so many questions I mean, if you want to ask them on the podcast, you can. Or we can save that for later. <laughs> so we can keep going. Let's save that for later. Okay. Like, totally. you can't just be throwing monkey wrenches at me like that. I My style of podcasting is drop a tidbit every now and then just to see what happens. Like, you just knocked me on my ass. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm not actually sorry. Butterfingers. <laughs> I'm going to talk Literally. about butter hands. Oh, no. <laughs> no. What have I done? Butter hands. Oh, I mean, but it was great. Hide the butter. Anyway, uh, um, so back to on. the topic. Yes. Honesty. Mm-hmm. Sexual awakening. Mm-hmm. Faking orgasms. Whoo. Now, listen, ladies and listen, men. The ego is a hell of a thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, I 
you know, I say, you know, some, some off off color shit about myself and my skills. But ego is a hell of a thing. <laughs> Shut up, Darius. <laughs> um, and I just think so many people are out here thinking they the shit in the bedroom and they really trash. And I blame you orgasm fakers. <laughs> and I say that because if they know, they if you know they not hitting it right, don't don't act like it. Don't act like it. Stop the madness, fellas. You too, because I heard about you fellas faking it. Really? I mean, of course they got a condom on. Oh yeah. And they you know kind of hide it later. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Yeah. I've also never had to fake an orgasm so. Neither have I. Oh. No, I'm very vocal. Like, if it ain't, I'm if stopping ain't, the whole show. If it show. ain't the move. Mm. No, except for this one time, we gonna, we gonna keep it moving. Okay. Um, but anyway, please, stop faking orgasms. Stop faking orgasms. Be honest about what you like. And then realize, folks, that your sex game, your sex style is not a size, well, one size fits all. Yes. People like different things. Mm-hmm. Some people like to get their guts smashed in. Um, some people like to get their cervix um, busted wide the fuck open. Um, some people like it slow. Some people like you know rough sex. Different people like different things, and you have to be honest about that because they could they can possibly not be trash. But if you give them pointers and let them know what you like, it could enhance the situation. Yeah, I always try to discuss with my friends who are not as sex confident or haven't reached their sexual awakening yet mm-hmm. that it's okay like you said to be vocal about what you like mm-hmm. or about what you're not good at or yeah. like if some woman wants you to go down on her be like all right tell me how you like it like even if you feel like you are a professional mm-hmm. i'm always gonna be like all right how you like it mm-hmm. like because ain't nothing better than pleasing somebody the way they it's like not. it it's like for me it's like a power struggle and the more power you hold more power when you are able to make somebody orgasm the correct way i feel like a goddess you know i let me tell you deity yeah. status for real for real <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said deity status deity status so proper so yes. proper but yes but yes it's a conversation that need to be had and I think that's another thing that we should just throw out um, as being sexually um, responsible mm-hmm. adults and if they get mad let them get mad stop the show go on somewhere and if you if you are insulted by somebody saying that I mean they could just stop it in the middle and be like wow your sex is whack mm-hmm. and that can be frustrating but also yeah. maybe you should evaluate it's not what you say it's how you say it it is how you say it but so also check your delivery at the door. Check your delivery. But also, men, check your stroke game. You ain't out here stroking everybody, right? I'm sorry. That's just not, not how it's going to happen. how she wanted. And ladies, you know, if you like to get on the car and drive stick, ask them how they like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing about driving stick, I've seen a lot of tweets. Um, oh, that's another thing. We just... Um, oh, we're we on had, Twitter now. Yeah, we just we got a Twitter now. Uh, we had an issue with it. Um, we got approved. We have Twitter, so follow us on Twitter at urban underscore proper. I keep putting the underscore in every other spot than where it is. 
Why? That don't make no sense. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was typing it into my tweet this morning, and I was like, underscore urban proper? Or is it urban proper underscore? See, I thought about doing urban proper underscore, but I was like, mm, let me just put it in the middle. Just throw it in the middle. Just throw it in the middle. Um, But what were you saying? I was saying something. Oh no! Also, you can follow us on our social media that already exists. Yes. Right after you follow us on Twitter at urban underscore proper, yes. you can follow us on Instagram at urban proper podcast. Yes. And on Facebook, yes. also at urban proper. Urban proper. Urban proper. <laughs> urban proper podcast. Yes. You can find all the information, all the tea. Leave your black owned businesses. Leave your sexual experiences. We want to hear. Talk to us. We like to talk back. We love We're not going to bite back. you. I mean, I might a little bit. I like nibble. I'm just you kidding. Know. I'm not going to bite you. But uh, we're not going to bite you. We're not going to go off on you unless you say something real crazy. But yeah. we want to hear back. We want to hear about. We want to hear from you. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, and then, you know, orgasms. Sex is a craft. It is an art. Mm-hmm. Um, I think particularly oral sex is something that you are not born with. Sorry. Unless you're me, but. I mean. Like I said, I'm again, a deity status here. Yes. Um, <laughs> We're royals. Listen, royalty, no peasantry here. No peasantry. In the bedroom. No. Um, but, can I say this one? Go ahead. Everybody. Let me get real close. <clears throat> Everybody deserves multiple orgasms. Bust a nut. Several of them. One, two, three. Five, six, ten. Make a cry. You old boy. Oh, you ain't doing it right if she ain't shedding that. Stella got her room back too. <laughs> that last Mohegan tear. That one. That tier. Glory Denzel Washington yes. tear. Yes, that that Halle Berry. You want me to make you feel good? Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, I'm gonna share a post on our Facebook page. Um, remind me to do this about actually sex, fellas, even women who like women. If you are not hitting her G spot. You are just jacking off in her vagina. Oh my god, you said that to me the other day and I fucking lost it. Because that's so true. Yes. That is so true. Like, you're not giving her any pleasure. No, you have to find her G-spot. And that's... Every woman's is different. You mm-hmm. have to explore. You gotta hit that... Gotta switch up the angles. Yeah. You gotta listen to, yeah, you gotta up listen to hormones. Mm-hmm. You gotta listen... Yeah. See, sex is also... It's not just about talking. It's about listening, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're performing Congolese. Yes. Listening to her moms. No teeth. No teeth. Let me say that again because I like to repeat things that you say, but that's real tea. No teeth. No teeth. Anywhere. Vagina, penises. No teeth. See, I don't mind a little scrape at the end. Darius, you're just so nominal. I am. I am. Not like a like don't bite my dick, but like <laughs> sometimes it feels like when when you're getting fellatio and it's just 
What are you being so? <laughs> this was me last episode, and I got some feedback. Was like, Shlisha, you are just being too coy uh, to be your regular self, and I was like, bet. All right, while you getting your motherfucking dick throated, got got three thousand in this motherfucker. Oh, superhead. Sometimes it does feel good when there's that one little slip up and it just grazes the glands, the, the gongs just a little bit. Just the tip of the dick just a little bit. Well, I don't have a penis so I can't Oh, well, you don't know. Sorry. So. But don't use your teeth in anybody's vagina. Do not. Don't use your teeth specifically when giving a blowjob either. Um, I'm not asking motherfuckers out here to bite it like a lollipop. Lil Wayne was wrong. He said lick it like a lollipop. Did he say lick it? Yeah. Oh, I thought he said it's look, 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 look like a lollipop. I know he was saying lick it. I see. Mm, let's look at lyrics. <laughs> Famous misheard lyrics. Yes. But yes, don't use your teeth. If you want to be an oral deity. Like. Like the Urban Proper Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> then. That was the jam back in the day. It really was. It really, really was. She, she licked me like a lollipop. Oh, hmm. Because I heard him say, so I let her lick the rapper. And I was like, well, why? So I let her lick the rapper. Why you let her lick the rapper and not the rest of it? Shotty want a thug. Bottles in the club. Shotty want a hump. And See, I didn't know that said Shotty want a hump right there. Yeah, I thought it said Shotty said Shotty want a love. I like to touch a late. See, my, uh, no, where it happened. I done had an awakening. Uh-oh. Shorty wanted the bottles in the club. Shorty want a hump. So you know I like to touch your lady, your lovely lady lumps. Did you know that was a lyric? No, I didn't. I don't know that was a I don't, I really don't know what I thought he said at that point. I, we clearly have been listening to the wrong song our entire lives. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, doing, yeah, just listen Listen to what your partner um, feedback, moaning feedback. And man, it is okay to moan. Yes. Please moan. Please moan. Tell me how good it is. We like it. We like to hear it. Tell me how good it is. <laughs> I'm kidding, but take myself serious. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, moaning is not like the happy masculinity shit. Toxic masculinity shit. Throw that shit out. Moan. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that shit. Yay. Show how good it is. Tell the ooh right there. That's what I was going to talk about. So, fellas, if your girl's riding you and she's scooting like a baby um, trying to scratch that itchy-ass diaper, let her scoot because she's obviously hitting her G-spot. Mm. So let her get hers off. And then you can, you know, whatever you, you need do to what do. you got to do, power move. Yeah. I was once, okay, when I was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. <laughs> um... I was walking down the streets of the library. Mm-hmm. This is a funny story. I was a teenager. This kid that went to high school with me, who was much younger than me, um, who was clearly gay. Everybody knew he was gay, whatever. Um, and I was, like, kind of closeted, but not really. But, like, I wasn't fucking around with nobody in the school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he apparently was interested in me and was, like, his way of trying to get me to have sex with him was... Uh, yeah, they call me Jackrabbit because I just pound it. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not interested to begin with. Second of all, that just sounds like no fun for anybody. Like, 
at all. And I mean, there is some people who want to be jackrabbited, but not this bitch. I don't know who does. But yeah, y'all, listen, to, sexual language is important. It is. And learn your sexual language as far as telling your partner what you like. And learn your partner's sexual language as yeah. far as learning what your partner likes. And if you have multiple partners, be upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times we need to say that. So many. Just until the episode is over. Yeah. We should say it at least 20 more times. We should. Okay. Um, while we're on the subject of sex, a lot of times what happens during sex, either if it's um, on purpose or accidents, um, pregnancies occur. Mm-hmm. Um, and... A lot of laws have been passed recently that are limiting what women can, um, women's decisions on whether or not to keep um, a baby. Mm-hmm. Now, um, oftentimes there are a lot of instances, unfortunately, um, women get pregnant from rape, um, incest, um, or women get pregnant that don't, they're not ready to ha- have a baby. They're not ready to um, bring someone into the world and be responsible for a little human being or the situation just isn't working out. Right. Um, whatever the reason, it's none of your motherfucking business. <laughs> Not a... I... It's nobody's It's nobody's business but the woman who wants to have an abortion. Yes. And her reasoning is her reasoning and it doesn't matter what her reasoning is, she is allowed. Yes. She is allowed. And there has been several states that have passed the heartbeat bill. Our good old Missouri is one of them. Oh, misery. Oh, misery. Oh, you killed my misery. That's what Missouri is saying every time somebody has an abortion. Yeah. Um, Louisiana was the most recent Fuck, when did that happen? Um, They are talk, they're in the talks about it. But yeah, Louisiana became the next state to pass a heartbeat bill this week so it'll be happening between monday and today jeez louise today being wednesday because we you know record on wednesdays yeah um but um they're saying that you can hear a heartbeat within six weeks now i'm going to break it down oh they said six weeks you can hear the uh, according to them but their their bill is no abortions after six weeks. it's eight weeks it's eight weeks yes but it had the mention of you can hear the heartbeat as early as six weeks Mm. Um, a lot of women don't know they're pregnant at six weeks. A lot of women don't know they're pregnant at eight weeks. I've heard more women say that they didn't know they were pregnant until they were closer to eight weeks than women who were like, oh, I knew at the time. Yeah, and it's a lot of women who don't know until like months later because that's the thing about sexual education. Not all women stop having a period when they're pregnant. Also, you have women who have uterine diseases mm-hmm. who don't have a regular period yes. who could go months without having a period and then all yes. of a sudden have one yes polycystic um ovary syndrome mm-hmm. um we have women who have just um just hormonal changes yeah um a lot of women who start off with having normal periods and, and then stop or a lot of women who are on birth control mm-hmm. um that don't have normal periods um you're on birth control you don't think that you're pregnant and that can happen yep um, and it's just to limit women's ability. And then the, the, there's a clause of they're not making exceptions for rape cases. They're not yeah. making exceptions for um, incest. Um, they're literally forcing women to have 
babies from a traumatic event that happened in their life. And also in many states, allowing the rapist to have custody of the child. Yes. Joint custody of the child. So now this person, this woman has to not only have a child from mm-hmm. a traumatic experience, but literally relive that experience every single day of their life. Yes. Yes. That every is time disgusting. they look at the child, every time they have to interact with their rapist to pass their child off to this person because legally with some of these states they are saying that the, the, that the rapist has rights to this child um, of course Missouri I think was the second to last state um, according to the information that I have right here in front of me to mm-hmm. pass the bill um, even a lot of states are even prosecuting women or having criminal investigations on women that, women that have miscarriages now a lot of women are they're unable to carry a baby to term mm-hmm. um, so with you know the combination of not knowing they're pregnant and find out they're pregnant after eight weeks, eight weeks or nine weeks or pass it, mm-hmm. um, and they can't have a baby. It's just—it's sickening. It is, and not the drag term sickening. Like it's actually it makes me physically ill to think of. Yes, when I saw the Missouri pass the heartbeat bill, I just felt helpless. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what if, you know, I get pregnant, I don't know. Um, and I'm not ready to, like, at this age of my life, I'm not ready to have a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to have a kid, so I find out past eight weeks, you're going to make me keep this kid. Or who's to say that, you know, people who, uh, it's, to me, there's so many struggles that women have who are unable to carry a child and just people that are able to carry a child why are you putting the limitations on what women can do with their body why are men deciding what women can do with their body heterosexual I, cis white males let's be specific as fuck about that why are heterosexual cis white men deciding what women all over the country mm-hmm. can do with their bodies I understand from a religious standpoint that that is not something that people want to do Mm-hmm. The separation of church and state is what this country was founded on. Yes. That's that, the reason why a lot of people left England. That's the reason why everybody left England. <laughs> Literally, everybody that got on a boat coming from England was like, yo, I am tired all of... All the colonizers. I am tired of... Co- all the fucking colonizers. <laughs> I am sick and tired of the rule of your, of your tyranny telling me that I can't believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, that's what this country was founded on. And the fact that religion is a lot of what is informing the decisions of our government is fucking ridiculous. Mm-mm. It is absolutely ridiculous. Um, also, can we talk about the women in specifically, I believe it was Alabama, the woman, the governor who signed it into law. All these men made this decision and she was on board with it and she signed it into law like she's not a woman. That- I literally sitting there with her and I was like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I was like, who? And actually, Alabama was next on my list. Alabama, I think they have one of the most strict. Yeah, there's like doctors can be fined and jailed up to 120 it's a years. a felony. Yeah. A felony. Yep. Georgia's another state. Ohio. What the fuck is wrong with our country? It's 2019. It that don't mean shit. It's 2019. All the sh- all the shit that's coming to surface and all the things that are happening. It's like we 
the progression that we had is just thrown out the window. And I think primarily because the person that we have sitting in the White House or yep. not sitting in the White House, that dumbass cunt. Anyway, um, moving along because the, I can just talk about you know hours about this, but um, there are lots of ways that we can try to combat this. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been several protests mm-hmm. um, calling in two-year representatives, um, finding alternatives, um, taking away the decision of whether or not a woman can wants to terminate her pregnancy it's just going to open the doors for back alley abortions yeah it's it's not going to make the world any safer it's not going to make the world any better to force women to go and get a back alley abortion Mm-mm. it's not to limit what a woman can do with her own body yeah um and i know a lot of people who will their number one argument is well, if you don't want a baby, stop having sex. Or if you don't want a baby, then give it up for adoption. Well, there's I, millions I of kids in the, yeah, in the foster care system. Let me look up the actual statistic. Hold on. But y'all, y'all don't even care for the kids that are in the foster care system. You throw these kids into um, into foster in foster homes that have 10, 12 kids. Um, I mean, my family experienced um, part. You know, some of our family members being in 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 the foster care system, and it's it's hard getting kids out once they're in it. Um, I feel like if they're not put in a good home or a good situation or put with you know their family, they they do go through a lot, and you you're just making it. To where this this number is going to just increase. In 2017 alone, there were more than 690 thousand children in foster care at any given moment. And I know we're just going to continue to multiply. And then what is even more sickening about the foster care idea is that they will say that okay. Put your children. Put the child up for adoption. Great. Now the child is floating around in foster care. Mm-hmm. If the child isn't adopted by the time they're eighteen, they're put out on their own, and the country does nothing for them. No, they don't. And that's why we have so many homeless teens, mm-hmm. teens outside of LGBT teens being thrown out of their homes, and just homeless children who have come from homeless families and all of that. Um, on the flip side, queer people have a harder time adopting children and they're the ones that always want to adopt a baby queer people black people black um, people i have a friend um my friend with their families they have adopted children and they're sharing me one instance instance where they were trying to adopt a white child and um, the social worker told them that it would be a cultural shock for the child to be raised by black people yeah that's not a cultural shock for a black child to be raised by white people Mm-hmm. And I don't. There's a family that comes into the restaurant that I work at all the time, and they have one black daughter, and they're the sweetest white people I've ever met. Not just the sweetest white people, but they're the sweetest people I've ever met, and they are Caucasian, mm-hmm. and they treat their daughter, you know, like a kid, 
and the daughter comes in and she has her hair done and like protective black hairstyles like they clearly take care of their daughter yes and keep her immersed in her culture yes and then they were going to china to adopt another little baby and then mm-hmm. they brought that baby in and she was just the sweetest thing mm-hmm. and it it's great because they are maybe not necessarily affluent but they are definitely a little a much more well off than probably the child's mother mm-hmm. but at the same time you can't say that a black family that's affluent or affluent ish or as I like to say sometimes, affluent adjacent. Um, you can't say that a black family can't do that for a child. Yeah, no matter what their race is. Yeah. Let's move on in the topic. So we talked about abortion. We got a little serious there for a moment. Um, let's bring up once or hellas. Oh. What? So while we're on the topic of sex. And you being uh, African American bisexual man, yes. I mean, I assume that you're open to a lot of things. Let's just go down the list. Oh, I'm open to so many things. Um, Darius, once or hellas. Okay. Pegging. <laughs> you know what? I said in the episode that. Pegging by a woman. No, I know. Okay. It's only pegging if it's a woman. Because okay. if a man come at me with a dick and a strap on, I'm going to be like, what's happening? Um, you know, I'm going to say once. Um, and that's where I'm going to leave it. Okay. Um, oh, boy. Okay. I was not prepared. I didn't write any of the things. Honestly, I didn't write shit down either. Yeah, I didn't write any of the things down that I was thinking earlier. Um, okay. We'll go... Um, for um in the sexual world it's called water sports I'm talking about pee <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> i i learned that from a friend i learned that from the internet but i learned it from a friend who was like uh or who was saying something about something and they were like oh are you into water sports like, yeah, I love water polo. And he was like, no, I'm not talking about water polo. So, water sports. Once or hellas. See, I have to choose once or hellas. I guess. Yeah. Reluctantly. <laughs> what if you were the one peeing on the other person? Reluctantly. <laughs> once. <laughs> Very reluctantly. I'm not kink shaming. That's just not my thing. I feel you. Fair. I don't want to pee on anybody. Fair. R. Kelly, don't pee on me. Who? <laughs> Room sex. Hellas. I ain't mad about it. <laughs> no hesitation. I ain't mad about it. Um, he has a Hellas. Hellas. Say what the shit is. Um, Bukaki. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> With the stipulation that it can't get on your face. For those of you who don't know, Bukaki is basically a big jerk circle where a bunch of dudes come all over you. Oh, and me being the wholesome woman that I am, (laughs) I don't like it on my beautiful face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, reluctantly once. Reluctantly once. Yes. Okay. Oh. (laughs) 
Um, I've run into recently okay. people who are willing. Well, this is really getting really. This is really time took a turn for the worst. I'm gonna oh, cool. bring back. I'm bring back. Okay. I'm bring okay. back. Okay. I'm back. I'm I was ready. Back. Sex in a public place. Hell uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um. Sex with food. What you mean, sex with food? Like food involved in any way. I'm fucking a fucking cucumber. I mean, maybe you're getting <laughs> fucked with a cucumber. What you mean? You and your partner have involved food in intercourse in some weird way. It's a cucumber girthy. <laughs> 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 it doesn't even necessarily have to be a cucumber. <laughs> it could be anything. It don't have to be a cucumber. <laughs> This bitch said it's a cucumber girthy. <laughs> I tried once, but if I like it, I might try it again. <laughs> once. Or hell. Or hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go so. I'm gonna go so left. Oh shit! Oh yeah. shit! Come, come for your ass. Oh shit! Yeah, cause you got, you got me with that bukkake shit. <laughs> I'm like really like trembling over here. This oh, is the thought of it. Um, yes. So recently, I've had um, people offer to do things to me while I'm uh, on my period. Oh boy! Would you have period sex? Once or hellas? Oh. <laughs> oh. Now who's quaking? Oh. Um. I'm gonna go once. I don't know, cause I feel like if you asking me if you want to, then clearly mm-hmm. it's fine. But, but also. Like- Part like my brain is like, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, but a lot of women, which I don't know, because the brick walk through hormone changes, unfortunately, is a very, very cruel joke that God has played on our vaginas. We, um, a lot of women are uh, very horny during their period. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Whatever, full shit, don't, don't sink your back shit. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go once. And if I like it, hellas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shook after that, y'all. You shook. That was a lot. Mm, your turn. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to do... This will be the last one. This will be the last one? I feel like you're going to come for me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me flip my wig huh? Um. Oh, man. Um. Shit, see, there's a bunch of stuff that I could say that I know is going to be a once. Listen, bitch. <laughs> shit happened last time. Um, I know there's a bunch of shit that I can say that I know is going to be a once. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to get you to think about it at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm, mm, mm. Okay. Fisting. Once or hellas. Um, Jesus Christ. 
I don't like you right now. <laughs> Reluctantly, once. Really? Yes. I would say it never ever in my life. I mean, if we had to choose once a hell is if I had if to you, choose. Yeah, well, once. Yeah. Because yeah. if I had a choice outside of once a hell is, hell no. <laughs> You're not stressing me out. Like, no, I don't, <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I had to say a little prayer. Okay. All right. Uh, well, now that once her hell is, has ended, <laughs> oh, that was tumultuous. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do our Black on Business shout out for okay. this episode. Um, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so our first one is not necessarily a business. Mm-hmm. However, it is a movement, um, a social media moment that a very dear friend of mine is having, uh, Elizabeth, who is the first black firefighter, uh, black female firefighter to graduate the academy and be hired onto the St. Louis Fire Department um, in like something like 10 years. She's been a firefighter now for a year and a half, I think, something like that. You go, girl. Yes, you better do that. I literally was at her graduation. I said, that's my girl. You do that, girl. You better do that. Yes. Um, But she started a movement on social media, Instagram and Facebook called Black Girls Fight Fire. Okay. And it is all about empowering female African-American firefighters. And I just think that that is so cool and so powerful. And uh, I love everything that she's doing. She's really taking her platform and using it for a very positive thing. So I want to shout out my boo, Liz. I'll see you tomorrow because it's Wednesday and it's tomorrow. So we're going to a concert tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then my cousin, uh, Uma, uh, makes bracelets. And they actually are really beautiful. If you go to Facebook and Instagram, uh, you can find her bracelets by Lady O. Um, I believe she does custom orders. I'm pretty sure she does. Uh, but she also just like makes them in abundance and posts them. And she's like, these are up for grabs for XYZ price. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that's bracelets by Lady O on Facebook and Instagram. And then Black Girls Fight Fire on Facebook and Instagram. Um, shout out to y'all for doing mad black shit and we love you. Yes. Okay, so you know last week um we ended the show. I prepared this time. You prepared, boo, you prepared. Um you knew that question was gonna come eventually. I know it was. But I kinda we didn't get as much feedback as we had liked. Mm-hmm. 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 We had a hard Hell no From one of our Facebook followers Yes And I totally understand She said that she would Question her man's sexuality She wouldn't be down with it Mm-mm. It would bother her Which is understandable It's fair It's fair It's fair We had some people that You know Said they were experts Mm-hmm Well Mm-hmm We still want to hear from y'all we feel Yes. This is still the sex episode. We this, still want to try to talk about yeah. pegging. Pegging once or hell is. Oh my God, Shisha, look at your pack. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about actual four-legged animal, okay? Four-legged animals. We're yes. not sitting here naked. No. He is like leaning up against the wall, face smushed. That's his, that's his aesthetic. That's what he likes to do. You know, we live. Yes. Um, so the shenanigan question I'm just going to call it the shenanigan question I love that Yes uh, The shenanigan question I'm trying to find it here 
Oh, and happy Pride Month. Oh, yes. Yes. Woo. Yes. Happy Pride Month. Yes. Um, to all the queers out there. Oh, uh, my little queer heart is and saying. To all the queer advocates out there. Yes, our allies, we love you. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, bitch. All month and long. Pride didn't start as a parade. It pride. started as a motherfucking riot. Yes. And black trans women invented camp. That's it. Yes. Plans. Yes. You earn everything. If you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, you will understand that reference. I'll show you later. Exactly. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if you clone yourself, <laughs> I'm gonna give Darius a second to get this shit together. If you clone yourself, like clone yourself, like you hop in like a microwave looking at shit, you go ding, and another version of yourself, the same age as you. Everything you know, this person knows, comes out, right? Shit. Okay. And I mean, maybe it's a little narcissistic of me. Whatever. But I would be curious. If you had sex with yourself, your clone, is it considered gay, lesbian, slash lesbian? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess gay is an umbrella term. Yeah. Is it considered gay, queer, whatever term you like? Mm-hmm. Or is it masturbation? Yes. So listen. Listen. You said they got all my knowledge. All your knowledge. They're you. They're me. You. And, and every sense that you are right now. I don't know whether it's gay or not, but I'm going to let clone me suck my dick. <laughs> 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 I'm going to be like, oh, is this? You ain't sweat. I would be like, is this what I have been blessing these niggas with? <laughs> Bitch. So. Hit yourself with the got got three With the got got 9,000, honey. Deity status. We don't play. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to answer the actual question, I'm going to say it's masturbation. Okay. I would agree. I agree. I think it's. I, cause like it's yeah. you, like it's me. It's like when you sit on your hand until it goes numb, and then you jack off. To, uh, that's not an actual thing. I'm lying. No, I saw that on a TV show. He was like, "Have you ever sat on your hand until it went numb and then jacked off to pretend like it was somebody else?" And I was what? like, "That sounds like too much work. Too much work." So I'm gonna say it's masturbation. Okay, I agree. I think it's masturbation. And like you know myself, I would be. And for you, for you guys that don't know, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out there. I am a bisexual black woman. Oh yes. yes. So I want to see what my skills at. Listen, cause I've been laying it down. Listen, I've been laying it down. <laughs> Trust me, I sexual, know. Sexual awakening. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bitch. <laughs> you heard me scream on the other side of the phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think that clone Darius would do some damage, and I would be about it. And if it's gay, I mean, shit, I already fucked me in anyway, so. So, so well. So well. But um, go to our Facebook page, Facebook backslash 
Urban Proper Podcast. Ew, ew, ew. And of course, we're going to share it on our personal pages as well. Yes. If you clone yourself and have sex with your clone, is that gay, queer, or is it masturbation? Or are you just touching yourself? You did lend your own skittle. Did lend skittle. Did lend that skittle with a little butter. Darius, <laughs> you had to marinate your beef. Hey, everybody tells me it's pretty tasty. Darius out here giving niggas high cholesterol <laughs> with his butter dick. With my butter dick. What's <laughs> this butter dick, bitch? I'll make you a shirt that say butter dick. I would wear the fuck out of this I shit. I know you would. I would wear the fuck out of this <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. But that's all we have for you this week. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Twitter. At urban underscore proper. The underscore is in the middle, not at the front or at the end. It's urban underscore proper. Mm-hmm. Not out, but yeah, you get it. But you got it. You get it. Um, follow us on Instagram as well at Urban Proper Podcast. All one word, all lowercase. Yes. None of that fancy weird shit. No. And we also have a YouTube channel. L-L-L. We are Urban Proper Podcast on YouTube. You can find us. I will be uploading the first two episodes soon, soon, soon. Uh, for you all's listening pleasure and then let us know if you want that visual podcast we will set a camera up and we will let y'all see our faces and we want to hear from you we want to hear what you like what you yep. don't like mm-hmm. um, we want to hear what you want to hear mm-hmm. would you like to hear you know music in our background yeah you know we're so, we're so, we're we're a new podcast we're trying to we want to cater to our listeners yes not too to. much that we're not ourselves but we want to cater to you guys a little within bit. reason within reason do y'all want a full ASMR episode <laughs> <laughs> don't fun. okay this is about a deck oh the track <laughs> oh my goodness I didn't think we were going to make it through this episode I didn't think we were either Oh man this was a fun one It was uh, But we will see you guys next time Like she should say we're out Outie. Bye, Bye.